Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up? What's up? What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Today is Monday, July the 5th. We are back in the studio rocking and rolling. Guys, we are at episode 99. I am feeling good. We're going to get into this conversation and we're going to get out of here. But first, before I do that, I want to shout out my sister in love. She had a lot of positive feedback about last week's episode. I really appreciate it. And us having Adina J on the show and just how we yin and yang and ebb and flow together. And we're trying to do that to bring the best content episodes to you that we can. Ultimately, grief can be a tough subject. So when I have people who are willing to come on and, and talk about it and we can get into different perspectives, I'm definitely going to offer that to you. So stay tuned. Episode 100, I'm going to have something really special for you all, so make sure you check that out. This week, we're talking about those crappy people in your life, those crappy, crummy people that you are mad at because they have not shown up for you how you want them to, how you need them to. They just repeatedly disappoint you. They repeatedly disappoint you, and you don't understand it. You go there, you need the support, you need the empathy, the compassion, and it's just missing. It is missing and it's not there. And so I came across this topic because I was listening back to last week's episode. And then I'm like, you know what? I think what, what I'm realizing is this. And I made, I made a quote and I posted on social media and it says, some people are unable to show up for you how you need them to due to the lack of specific life experiences, not willingness. So I'm not giving those people a get out of jail free card. But what I'm trying to help you see as a bereaved person or a person that's just hurt in general, going through something in your life and you keep going to these same people and it's just not it's, you're not feeling fulfilled in that way. You're not feeling supported in, in a way. But this is the thought I want to offer you. Maybe it's not because they don't care. It's not because their desire is not to help you and for them to just give you this empty feeling, but they just might not have the mental and emotional capacity that's needed. The deaths of them, they they just can't go that deep. And sometimes it's due to a lack of those specific life experiences. So some, so for example, we always talk about death a lot. And, and so let's use it all for another perspective. Maybe someone who hasn't been divorced might not be able to really, really resonate with your story enough to really give you that feeling that they care enough. And it's and that's the thing, because I also don't think that you have to go through certain things in order to author, offer empathy and compassion. But I'm saying that it could be a possibility that that's the reason. So if some people never had a bad relationship with their father or their mother they might not be able to empathize or understand why you're tripping over something that they might deem as small. And you're like, yo, this is destroying my life. It's stressing me out. And they're like, ah, that's a small thing to a giant. Let it roll off your back. But you're like, nah, this is really messing me up. And so maybe someone who also has a bad relationship with their father, their mother, or relationship with their children, what have you, might be able to empathize with you a little bit more. Although all of our experiences are different, 
I think those similarities when it comes to coping and healing can be beneficial. This is why on this post, I also offered the fact that having support groups, support groups were created for a reason is so that we can bring people with these similar experiences and draw from each other's stories and then find strength in our similarities as well as our differences. There's also a reason why professionals go to school and they're trained in certain areas so that they can then offer that feedback and advice and education that you need to move forward. So what I also said is that some of that stuff, this is this is for me as well, listen, because I'm about to call some people out and I don't want to be controversial, but some of the, 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 the baggage, the things, the heaviness, the load that you're carrying, that you're just dumping in the laps of these people that you might be married to or dating or your friends, it just might be too heavy for them. It just might be too heavy for them. It might be really important to have a professional help them because the support groups and the professionals are going to either be book trained or life trained or both. So let's stop feeling like because we have this strong group of friends and our circle is tight and all of that, they might be your turn up people. They might be your sisters, your crew, your gang, your boys, your homies, but they just might be ill-equipped to handle your issues. And so I'm going to put that back on you. It's your responsibility now to stop going to these dead ends and make a U-turn and go the right way. Go towards the the arrows that say, this makes sense. I'm dealing with this. I'm going to go here. If I'm having a stomach ache, I'm not going to the dentist. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Wherever you're at, you're like, you know what? That makes sense. And this is the thing. How do we know if this person is is ill-equipped or falling short? Sometimes we just have to have those conversations with people and say, listen, is, is this too heavy? Is what I'm telling you too much? Have you ever been through anything like this? What do you think I need in this situation? And so when Adina was on a show last week, she said, go where the comfort is. So sometimes you got to say, I need more. So I've got to do something different. And it can't, it's not shade to your loved ones or your people. Hell, if someone kept coming to me and they felt like I wasn't able to be there for them and show up for them and, and offer what they needed to feel fulfilled and they needed to go somewhere else, I'm gonna have to just let that rock because ultimately we want what's best for our people for the most part. And so one of my other friends, I'm not going to say say names just out of anonymity, but when I shared the post and we were having a, a DM exchange, she said, I said, you know what? It's not for everybody because some people really are just inconsiderate and don't really care about other people. And she said, and selfish. And so I want to add that too. Whenever I'm making statements, it's not a general synopsis. It's not something that's a one size fits all because there's going to be different scenarios across the board and some people really are selfish some people really lack the ability to get outside of themselves and there are some people who really want to try to do it but they just can't and this is the other thing I'm learning in my own life and I'm gonna just say this right now sometimes when you're dealing with things and you're going through certain stuff so this is when you're not even actually telling people what you're going through or what you're dealing with in your life you could start to build low-key resentment even if you tell someone, how can I say this? So if you tell someone something that you're going through and dealing with, but you're only kind of keeping it surface, you're not really peeling back the onion and telling them what's really going on, what you're really dealing with. 
but you expect them to know the severity of what you're going through or or how difficult or complicated the situation is. So you might say, yeah, me and my boo, we, we were not really gelling right now. We kind of beefing. We're not really seeing eye to eye or whatever the case is. But you're not saying, yo, this dude is knocking me upside my head every night. This person is screaming and yelling at my kids. This is happening or, or whatever it is. If you're talking specifically about grief in terms of loss of loved ones, you might just be like, yeah, you know, some days, it's, you know, some days are good. Some are bad. But, you know, I'm OK. I'm fine. When you're not telling people at night, I'm struggling. I can't sleep. I'm just crying. I fall out in the shower. I'm I'm haunted. I've got these fears. My anxiety is plaguing me. Like we're not really fully going there in some circumstances as well. So all of those things, wherever you get in, fit in with whatever I talked about today, whether you're on the on the side of needing that support or you're realizing like, hey, I need to learn those skills to be a better shower upper. So whatever that means to you, if I need to be better and showing up for my spouse or showing up for my children or my parents or whoever it is. And you're just like, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand. Maybe you and that person can work together to work towards you being able to be a better support. So I'm not saying just give up on people and say, you don't get it. You'll never understand. You didn't go through this. You didn't walk in my shoes, blah, blah, blah. Help them understand. Help them understand. But it, it also to be able to do that. We've got to lean into a certain level of vulnerability to be able to tell people where we are and be willing to hold their hand as they're holding your back up, if that makes sense. So it the PS to it really is on this healing journey, one of the single most important factors that you're going to have to encounter and be able to deal with is communication. I've never seen a situation where good communication made the problem worse if if it did, it still had the possibility to get better. So sometimes when we have those raw conversations and let people know, people might get in their feelings a little bit. But when it's all said and done, you can always rest on the fact that, yo, I was honest with you. I don't know what else you want me to tell you that may not have been what you wanted to hear. It might not be what you've been able to handle, but I've been learning that. And we talked about that on last week's episode as well. Speak your mind to protect your heart and it's better to be uncomfortable than to build resentment. So we're just sort of essentially piggybacking off of our conversation from last week in the theme of we've got to take the power back and stop letting life and excuses and all of those things mess stuff up. We talked about apologizing and all those different things last week. Again, it's all about communication And whether that communication is you looking in the mirror and telling yourself some stuff or being able to feel comfortable enough to tell the other people in your life. That's what I wanted to get in. Those people might really want to be there for you. They might just not know how. And sometimes our pride. I'm glad I touched on this before I hopped out of here. Sometimes our pride on both ends makes that communication almost impossible. It may, I, I'm too proud. I can't. I can't let. The, I can't let this person know that I'm weak and 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 I and I'm scared. I don't know how to be there for them. I don't know the right things to say. So we always want to be so daggone perfect and be that way that our pride will hinder us from being able to communicate. And the opposite side, 
I don't want to show people what I'm really going through because this is a face that they're used to seeing me wear and I'm not in a position or a place in my life where I want to show them otherwise. So if that's the case on either side, then you're stuck like Chuck and I don't know what else to tell you, but hopefully something that I talked about today will resonate with you and help you a little bit more on your journey. Guys, we're gearing up. We're getting ready. I'm super excited for episode 100. I can't even still believe that not only has it been 100 episodes, but there has not been one week, one week since the Grief Bully podcast launched on August 19th, 2019, that an episode has not gone out. That's 100 of them almost, right? Let's not speak too soon. That's 99 of them in a row. And it's going to take a lot for 100 not to drop. And I'm excited for it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm feeling blessed and I'm ready to take this to the next level. So until then, you already know what I'm going to say. I hang out the most on Instagram. And if you don't know that, what are you doing? Go follow me there right now at I underscore AM underscore Jay Nicole. Guys, so next time you already know. Love and light. Peace.